Last week, I predicted that the Colts would win with Jeff Saturday. And you know what? I was very surprised that actually worked. But you know what? It worked out. And you know what? That's what we're here to talk about. Welcome back to Bach Fantasy Talk, episode 11. I'm your host, Bach, alongside with a new guest speaker. Very excited we finally got him on, Walker Richens. Rich, how are we doing today? Good. How are you doing, Bach? Great. So, Walker, before we start the episode, let's just let the viewers kind of know what your team is, what you believe in, and what you're kind of looking forward to for the rest of the season. All right, so I'll give a rundown of my team. Quarterbacks, Josh Allen. Running backs, Singletary and Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, receivers, we got Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown. Now my flex, I got Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, tight end, I got David Njoku and Gerald Everett. And right now I'm on the brink of the playoffs. I'm dealing with a lot of unfortunate losses, so the team's got to band together and pull out some wins in these upcoming weeks. Yeah, did you win this week? Uh, all right, Bach. All right, and like usual, my team is back in the win column, 5-5, five and five, 500 chasing the playoffs. We're going to start doing some more previewing than reviewing due to the fact that we're 11, 10 weeks into the season. Y'all kind of know what we're looking for. At this point, you're just looking for flex. So we're just going to start previewing, telling guys you should put in as you start to make a push for the playoffs. Elite games in the NFL, and any team can win any game, and no comeback is safe. Please check the weather. It is absolutely starting to become a factor. In Atlanta right now, it's 46 degrees. Well, I imagine Buffalo will be a lot colder. Mm-hmm. Check that. Check the snow. It started snowing this weekend uh, for the Minnesota Bills game. So you got to check that out. Look at how many teams make the playoffs in your league, and if you're going to have to start fighting for a playoff spot, you should trade away guys who are going to have their bye week in the new, near future because they will not help you win games. Uh, also, make sure you're looking at your trade deadline. I know exactly what my trade deadline is. Yes. My boy, Choi, always like reminding it. me. I got you, like always. Um, and at the beginning of the season, I found it really weird how most teams were scoring really high, really high-scoring games. As the year goes on, fantasy games started to become a lot lower scoring in the first three weeks just because defense is starting to tighten up. Everyone knows what everybody else is doing. And we're 11 weeks in. Again, like I said, they know what they're doing. Check the tiebreaker in your league. And like Rich just said, check the, what the trade deadline is in your league. And then the quote for the week is Raiders look horrible, treated by, tweeted by Jeff Saturday before this week's games. Mm-hmm. Teams on bye week last week, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Jets, and the Patriots. Teams on bye this week, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Miami. So we are going to head into the Thursday night football game. My Dirty Birds had a tough loss against the Carolina Panthers. Drake London finally got in the end zone since week three. And Algier and Cordero Patterson sold me from a fantasy perspective, even though I still won. Maybe play Mariota this week, but I'm still not a fan of him. Arthur Smith just came out saying that Marcus Mariota is the starter from here on out. We'll see how these next few games go. Uh, I love to see my boy, Lavishka Chenault, get in the end zone. Uh, I've been a fan of him ever since he was with the Jags. Drafted him in the fifth round last year, unfortunately, but I'm glad to see him doing well. Yeah, heading to the Panthers' side of the ball. Start Deontay Foreman and maybe DJ Moore only as your flex. They're playing Baltimore. I expect them to be down. Baker Mayfield is now starting that team, so they might rely on the run game more. But again, if you're down, you're not going to be running the ball. You're going to be throwing the ball against the Baltimore Ravens and Kyle Hamilton. Seahawks and Bucks, the first Germany game ever in the history in the NFL. Geno is officially a top-10 quarterback. Even though Kenneth Walker did not have a good rushing game, he made up for it in the passing game. Chris Gowan, like I said, for the past 5-10 to ten weeks is still consistent, and I love how he got in the end zone. I would pick up Rashad White with Leonard Fournette starting to be out on the injury. Uh, yeah, and I love to see from Rashad White 22 carries for 105 yards, while Lenny only had 14 for 57 with a touchdown. 
Uh, Rashad White did not receive any receiving work, but I'd look for that in the future. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Leonard Fournette, they heading into a buy, so we're going to have to stash Rashad White for this week. We'll see how Leonard Fournette goes. He was doubtful to return. We'll see how that hip is moving forward. Vikings and Bills, it was the game of the week with everyone and everyone on the Vikings should be in your lineup, but maybe put Adam Thielen at your flex. Kirk Cousins has the longest active streak with throwing the touchdown pass, which I think indicates that he should be in your lineup. Dalvin Cook also had that big rushing touchdown. Again, another week of just this big rushing touchdown that gets some points. Also happened to Jonathan Taylor, but points are points. You got to take that. You can't deduct that from that team. They play a very tough Dallas defense this week. Bills, Josh Allen played better with the hurt UCL than I thought. Gabe Davis had his boom game, like I said, last week would happen. Stephon Diggs balled per usual. And Singletary is starting to become touchdown dependent. My question for you, Walker Richens, and I will answer. Why even do this Nehemiah trade? Nehemiah trade. You know, I, I thought the same thing because Singletary did a great job with the Bills in the beginning of the season in the receiving game. Uh, Josh Allen loves to check it down, and if he's not even getting on the field, I don't know why we're trading for him in the first place, spending draft picks. So Yeah, zero carries, and he's usually typically receiving back in mm-hmm. uh, Indianapolis, but I saw James Cook more in that game. That's the game I watched the most. Bills, Bills rushing attack, though. I don't think it's legit. I think it's interesting. Walker, I know you have a different opinion. Let's hear what you say on that. All right, here's what I got to say. So to win football games, you got to control the clock. The Bills, in my opinion, I'm an avid Bills fan. I like watching the Bills, and I think they need to get away from passing the football more when they're up. You know, they were winning that game in the third quarter. They need to lean on the rushing attack more. So they've got the third highest yards per (laughs) carry with the eighth lowest attempts. So when they get in those leads, they need to figure out how to close out the games, and they need to lean on that rushing attack more. Yeah, my problem is, though, is against that, is I don't want Josh Allen rushing the ball. I think that's what you're kind of saying. Josh Allen had 75. I think he should be involved, but Singletary only had 13 touches, and Cook had 5 for 22. So, I mean, if you get Allen involved in the rushing game, too, it's going to open things up for Singletary and Cook, but I agree with you. You don't want to get your guy hurt. Yeah, but you want guy who just had a torn, hurt UCL, I guess torn, hurt UCL running that ball. I mean, considering it's a pitcher's injury which would leave most but is MLB it much better to out. have him throwing it is it better to have him throwing it with the torn ucl that's a great point a question. but again it's just the injury risk i don't like it like i said last week i really don't know why he's playing this game i thought they were going to lose that game regardless if he played yeah. like i said but again i think like i said earlier in the past few episodes and if you have not go give us a listen listen on those episodes that these guys are not going to win the super bowl because mm. they don't have the rushing game Okay, we'll see about that. They need to stop being on the pass too much. That's and again, like I, I said, with you. we'll talk about the Eagles. They Weird loss. We'll talk about them and how I said they weren't going to go undefeated. Lions and Bears, Among Us had a great game, and you can start both running backs on this team. But right now, I would take Jamal Williams moving forward. Bears, favorable matchup this week against the Falcons. I would start Fields and Cole Komet, and that's probably it. Maybe Darnell Mooney. I think Mooney is a safer four than Claypool at this point. It could definitely change in the future weeks. I wouldn't start any running backs from the Bears, but I just saw a report that Cleo Herbert went out injured. So if Cleo Herbert does not play this week against the Falcons, David Montgomery must be in your lineup. Yeah, and I disagree with you. I would not start Swift this week. Um, I would also look to trade Swift while he still holds his value as a, quote, RB1, but he is not getting the touches. He's not running the ball well. Um, I saw a lot of clips of him missing open running lanes, as Najee was, so... I'd look out for him in the future, try to get rid of him. Yeah, very solid game there from Najee. Again, I think that clip going viral kind of gives these guys, you know, sense of urgency mm-hmm. in that going through the media. Broncos and Titans, probably one of the worst games of the week. I remember I had the CBS game, which was, I forget which one it was. 
oh, it was the Chiefs-Jaguars, and they turned it on to the Broncos and Titans, but I don't think anybody was watching that game. Everyone's eyes were on the Bills. Great game. The Broncos and Titans, I would start Corden Sutton. I think he's the only guy you should start. If you really need a running back, like an RB2 or a filler, I would start Melvin Gordon from this team. And the Titans side of the ball, I just think Derrick Henry. That's really it. Yeah, looking at the Titans, I non-fantasy perspective, I liked what they're able to do. I think the Titans are able to win games. I think Coach Vrabel knows what he's doing. And I think that they, this is outrageous, but I think they have a shot in the playoff. I think they're going make to a, make a push. They've had, had a shot for years. and just got to beat the Colts again. That's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. But, again, you know me. I hate Malik Willis. I'm an avid Malik I Willis like hater. I Malik Willis. He can't. Ryan Tannehill is a good game manager along with Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's kind of what I'm expecting from Desmond Let Ritter. Him develop. Desmond Let Ritter him develop. in these upcoming weeks. Jaguars and Chiefs, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, and Zay Jones would probably be the three guys I would play from this team. Marvin Jones seems to be almost eclipsing out of this offense. Chiefs side of the ball, start Kadarius Toney. If Nicole Harmon is out, I would definitely put Kadarius Toney in your lineup. Maybe considering picking up MBS, but I really don't like him. I think Nicole and Kadarius Tony have a safer floor than MBS just due to the fact that they traded for Kadarius Tony. So I think he's the second receiving option, obviously behind Travis Kelsey. If Pacheco is starting to be the number one RB in this offense, one thing I really liked is when Pacheco fumbled the ball early in the first quarter, they went right back to him, ended up with 81 yards for 20 carries. Doesn't receive the, receive the receiving work that I like with Jarek McKinnon. But I like Pacheco moving forward. Hopefully they get him in the backfield and get him receiving the ball. Yeah, I like how uh, that Pacheco bounce back reminds me of Kareem Hunt from way back. And um, what's wrong with Miko, by the way? I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, I he was out. I think it was abs or something weird like that. Uh, okay, well, if Miko plays, yeah, definitely start him. Um, and look look to even acquire him from a trade. I think that uh, if Juju's out for a couple weeks and you need wins, look for Miko. Yeah, very bad hit there. Hopefully he's okay. I saw um, on ESPN he sh- has a chance to be back this week. Oh, okay. Hopefully with a head injury, hopefully he's back out there. Broncos and Dolphins, Nick Chubb is starting to eclipse Kareem Hunt out of this offense. But I saw something on the Browns that the coach, the fans, he loves to stick with their game plan and ca- keeping Kareem Hunt in a ton. I don't know why he does that, but I think Nick Chubb is obviously the better back with Kareem Hunt wanting out earlier in the offseason. I think he comes out of this team after this year. But again, we're talking about this year. Donovan Peoples-Jones had a great game like I expected last week and trade for Amari Cooper and DPJ as Deshaun Watson is about to come back just in time for the fantasy football playoffs. Dolphins side of the ball. Oh, Njoku's going to be back, actually, so put him in your lineups too. Very good tight end option. You think so? Yeah, I think he's coming back, nice. most likely. Dolphins side of the ball. Jeff Wilson is starting to be the number one RB in the offense after coming over from San Francisco, where Mike McDaniels came from. I would draw up Raheem Mostert and or try to trade him right now. Little off game from Tyreek Hill and Waddle, but they are perfectly fine as Tua should be started in every single league. Agreed. I think Miami. Miami's legit. I think they may take this division from the Bills. Um, the Bills keep messing around, and they've got a good shot in the playoff too, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Very interesting thing I saw from the AFC East today. Right now, every AFC East team is in the playoffs, and right now almost every NFC East team is in the playoffs. The Commanders are .5 games back from the wild card, which is very interesting yeah. to watch. Texans and Giants, Damian Pierce, and maybe start Nico Collins at your flex if Brandon Cooks does not play. But the safest and must-start option from this team is Damian Pierce. Giants side of the ball, Saquon Barkley, and I would start Darius Slayton this week against the Lions and maybe Wondell Robinson if you're feeling risky. Yeah, um, against the Lions, I mean, you can really start anybody. Their secondary is terrible. Um, but in the in the game coming up this week, I, I think it's going to be a – 
Low-scoring game from the Lions. Got to watch out for that Giants defense. They remain stout. Yeah, Saints and Steelers. This team is not good. The Saints, and they do not have their first-round pick next year, which is now number four, which goes to the Philadelphia then eight and one Philadelphia Eagles. I believe now that they have to bring James Winston back and start him, they want to save their season. And right now, I would start Kamara and Alave. Steelers side of the ball, really know what I like on the Steelers team that much. So unless you're feeling risky, I would start Deontay Johnson, Pickens, or Najee. Go ahead, but I really don't like any of those guys. Colts and Raiders, Matt Ryan is back. Very excited, very happy to see my boy back out there. Start Pittman and Jonathan Taylor now that Matty Ice is back. And Paris Campbell could be a sneaky flex, but I do not like him too much. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, how about that win from Jeff Saturday? As uh, many people in Georgia know, he uh, finished 3-7 and seven in his high school coaching career, and his final loss was to Fellowship Christian, who Marist actually beat on JV, so that tells you much about Jeff Saturday's coaching experience or and what he's <laughs> able to do, or maybe it was just the Raiders being terrible. Yeah, we also took a picture. The linemen took a picture on their field mm-hmm. at the logo, so disrespectful. very disrespectful. Yeah, can't believe Jeff, Sat- Jeff Saturday went from losing to a Roswell team in Georgia to beating the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas, wow. Cowboys and Packers, C.D. Lamb legacy game. Start whichever running back starts on this team, and I think even with Zeke coming back, Pollard is in that RB2 flex range moving forward. We'll see how Mike McCarthy handles those guys. Like I said earlier, Dalton Schultz, they must start with Dak Prescott playing, and I think I have figured out who the wide receiver one is in Green Bay. Don't say, don't say Christian Watson. I just have not. I don't know who the wide receiver okay, one is this you. offense. We'll see how it goes. Very hard to tell. And, of course, people are going to want to pick up Christian Watson this week. I think he goes one reception for 12 don't yards. Don't freak out on Christian Watson. Coming Four into this receptions game, and three touchdowns? Don't, don't freak out. Coming into this game, he had 10 catches for 88 yards. Mm-hmm. He's had more drops than receptions. That's funny. He is not a guy I like. Do not play him moving forward. I like Alan Lazard if he plays, but if Dobbs and Lazard are not playing, I think you've got to put Christian Watson in your lineup. It's not ridiculous. As a flex, but I would not like him too much. He's right now a trap, and I bet you he's the number one waiver claim in our league, going to Chase Stewart, who's going to get <coughs> last in our fantasy football league. Let's hope. Bleak game from Aaron Jones as they are going to feed him the ball. And instead of Aaron Rodgers, I like the game plan from the Green Bay Packers, but I do not like the play calling in that fourth quarter. Did you watch that game? I did not watch the game. 28-28, 30 seconds left, one timeout, kick a field goal, they win the game. Calling run plays, stupid plays, delay of game. I don't like... Which team was that? Packers. But I like the Cowboys game plan. The ball was specifically set up to go to CeeDee Lamb, but CeeDee Lamb was lined up in the slot. So instead of Jair... getting him away from Jair? Yeah, getting away from Jair, which I really liked. I really liked that for CeeDee Lamb. They put him in the backfield a couple times. Ran a little Texas wheel route. I like that. Scored a touchdown on that. So that's something to watch when the, watching these games. What's the game plan is and where are these guys going to be set up? I love CeeDee Lamb moving forward. And one thing to watch is Odell, where he goes. Yeah, I'm also uh, – I like uh, Dalton Schultz. He's been getting a lot of receptions with Dak. He's one of Dak's favorite targets, so I'd look out for him in the future. Yeah, Romeo Dobbs is out. I have a question, though. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is back? I was asking that same question. I was actually going to ask you that. And – I don't know. The Cowboys' defense is good, and Rodgers played a good game, so we're going to have to see. Again, if you know me, I'm very much against running back big contracts, but Aaron Jones is really helping this team, so I like that contract right now. A.J. Dillon right now should just be viewed as a handcuff. Very interested to see how this Green Bay-Tennessee game goes on Thursday night, which honestly should probably be a pretty good game. I'm excited for it. I like that. Cardinals and Rams, both quarterbacks didn't play, so it's kind of hard to tell what really went on from this fantasy game. 
but we got some really bad news. Zach Ertz is most likely out for the year. He's getting a second opinion today. We'll see what he says, but right now he's tough, tough to fill. That tight end position is so slim. Maybe James Conner's back. We'll see. I think because they had Colt McCoy at quarterback, they were just playing it safe and giving it to their running back, who's finally back coming off that rib injury. Cooper Cup looks like he's going to be out four to six weeks. Almost a similar timeline to Jamar Chase, but Jamar Chase could get back earlier on this timeline and be back this week. Yeah, with Cup out, I would look out for uh, Van Jefferson off waivers and maybe even Ben Skoranek. You know, uh, I don't think Cooper Cup is all that special in his talent. I think he's more of a system guy, so look out for Skoranek to maybe put up some good numbers. And also with um, Kyron Williams coming off uh, coming off the IR, uh, Rams coaching staff is really high on him, and there's really never been a RB1 in L.A., so possibly a stash player there. Yeah, one thing I found interesting, kind of surprising, 2020 seventh-round pick, Eno Benjamin got released from the Cardinals. He did? Yeah. You didn't see that? No, he was doing well. Yeah, he got released from the Cardinals, so that basically puts James Conner um, as the workhorse moving forward. But I don't like him this week as he's going against San Francisco, so I would not expect too much considering Austin Eckler only dropped 13 points against the San Francisco team. It's a tough team. defense. It's a very well-coached team, even though the record doesn't reflect that. Very well-coached. And I would trade for Marquise Brown as he's looking to come back very soon. Chargers and 49ers. Really strange game from Eckler. And whoever is wide receiver one for this team, I would start besides Justin Herbert. I like CMC, but I was a little concerned Elijah Mitchell was taking the carries away from him. And I would try to trade away Debo from this team. It looks like Ayuk is putting up better wide receiver one fantasy football numbers. Commanders and Eagles. I was very interested to see how this game goes. Walker and I, I was kind of sweating that you weren't. I was de- uh, up 27.8. I was studying so I need, for my A push. Yeah, I needed A.J. Brown to score less than that. Luckily, he did. But I'm thrilled to see the work Brian Robinson got. 26 carries, but with J.D. McKissick out. So if he does not play this week, I really like Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. Terry McLaurin gets even better, like I told you. With Taylor Heineke coming back, I told you. Terry McCorn would be better for Curtis Samuel. You should trade for Terry McCorn just because of that automatic connection Terry McCorn has had in the past. They do have a great connection. They do have a great connection. He looked really good. Again, usually I said he gets a couple deep ball throws. We got like two or three deep balls yesterday, which helped out a lot of people, and it specifically helped out Rush Williams. In our Shout league. out, Rush. Great win from Rush Williams. Curtis Samuel can probably go on your bench now, but if you really need a flex, I would like you to put him in. Really weird. They do a lot of jet sweeps with him for some reason, but he's pretty explosive running the ball. And, you know, against Houston this week, maybe he breaks one of them. Eagles, off game fantasy-wise for A.J. Brown, but not for Devontae Smith. If I knew it was Devontae Smith's birthday, I probably would have told you to definitely put him in your lineup as he scored a touchdown. And then, obviously, Jalen Hurts did pretty well, even though a weird game from the Eagles really poorly played. They had more turnover, or they had the same amount of turnovers in the game last night than they had all season. Tough to get Miles Sanders, though, the ball when the possession time is 40 minutes to 20 minutes with Washington Commanders controlling the ball. I liked, like I said earlier with the Cowboys, I like game plans. I like what NFL teams are doing. Great game plan from the Washington Commanders, knowing how Brian Robinson, or not Brian Robinson, Jordan Davis was out for that team and giving Brian Robinson the ball. That's smart. So now we're going to hop into the preview, which is a new segment. Thank you to Walker for bringing this up. So we're going to go to the Thursday night football game, Titans and Packers. I think from the Titans side of the ball, you really just got to start Derrick Henry. And if you're feeling risky or need a boom flex, put Christian Watson there. If Lazard does not play, Christian Watson's a must start. But right now, I like Lazard. More Another Watson. option for a boom flex, you got Nick Westbrook-Akina coming off a uh, five-reception, 119-yard game with two touchdowns. Um, 
Also look out for Traylon Burks. He had the second most targets on the team. I'm sorry, third most. And he was a high draft pick for the team, so look out for him. I would say put more, uh, probably Traylon Burks on your bench right now. No, no, yeah, like a stash yeah, guy. Definitely. Stash guy. Roster him for sure. Bears and Falcons. Uh, Fields and Montgomery. If Cleo Herbert does not play, I would play Cole Komet or Darnell Mooney for this team. And Falcons side of the ball. I really don't like many guys, but you said a stat earlier. Yeah, I like uh, CP this week. You know, the Bears are allowing the third most rushing yards per game at 142. And I also really like Komet this week as he's had uh, four touchdowns in his last two games. And I imagine the uh, Bears will be in the red zone a good bit. And that's yeah, where he thrives. He's one of my waiver wire pickups for this week. Browns and Bills, Nick Chubb and Imari Cooper. And maybe DPJ because I'm expecting this team to be down. So they will be throwing the ball. Remember, Deshaun Watson comes back week 13 against his former team, Houston Texans. So if you're really struggling for That's a scripted, scripted, it is scripted. If you really need a quarterback, I would pick him up. Bill's side of the ball, you know the usual: Diggs, Davis, Singletary, and Josh Allen. Eagles and Colts. I'm not going to start you tell you to start Jalen Hurts. It's kind of an obvious. But Miles Sanders, AJ Brown, and Devontae Smith. If you really want it. Cold side of the ball is going to be really interesting to see how this team does. If Jordan Davis does not play, maybe this is a really big bounce-back game and solidifies Jonathan T- Taylor's status for the rest of the year if Jordan Davis is out. You know, I actually disagree with you on that. I think that the Eagles are going to have a big bounce-back game here, and I would avoid JT altogether. But I do like Paris Campbell this week. Um, uh, Colts are going to have to sling the rock to keep up with the Eagles. So, yeah. Yeah, I like I said last week, Eagles are not going to go undefeated. I think it's a good thing to lose. You know, you get that undefeated. You get the media off Definitely. your butt. So I think that's a great thing. They lost, even though obviously you win every, win every game. That's good for that team, good for their, their head. Don't get complacent mentally, so they should be fine. Jets and Patriots, Michael Carter and Garrett Wilson. I really like Garrett Wilson moving forward. And then Patriots side of the ball, Ramondre Stevenson and just the defense. Not too much of an exciting team. Rams and Saints. I'm going to go with maybe Tyler Higbee, but I said no one from the Rams side. I really feel confident in it. Yeah, again, I like uh, Jefferson and Skoranek this week with no cup if you're in a league with a lot of depth, maybe a 16-man, 14-man league. But if you're in a 12-man, just keep Jefferson on your bench. Yeah, and then obviously Kamara, you got to play him. Running backs are kind of slim now. 100%. Lions and Giants, Among Us and Jamal Williams. I like Jamal Williams over DeAndre Swift moving forward. Giants have the ball, Saquon. And if you're feeling risky, I would go Darius Slayton. I like that. Also, if you're feeling risky, I would go with the Giants' defense. Um... I remember the game when the Lions played the Patriots. They really struggled. I could see another game like that coming up. Yeah, and if you really need a bye week quarterback, I did this week. I just traded Drake London for Daniel Jones. Really like Daniel Jones. Oh, as, that's a great pickup. Yeah, as the Lions are 32nd against 32nd, or the they allow the most points to quarterbacks. Maybe even throwing one of those uh, Patriots receivers if you're feeling risky with Jacoby Myers or uh, Devontae Parker. I mean, the Lions secondary is atrocious, so. That is true. Even the Jeff Kuda did have that pick six off Jeff Justin Kuda's Fields. Jeff the only bright spot on, on that defense. Yeah. And Aiden Hutchinson. Panthers and... Besides Rodrigo. You see Hard Knocks? No, I didn't. Uh, I got to watch that. that. Panthers and Ravens. DJ Moore from the Panthers. And maybe Foreman, but I'm expecting them to be down because Ravens are coming off a bye week. So I would really not feel too high on Foreman this week. Ravens, though, Lamar Action Jackson and Mark Andrews. Yeah, I also like Gus Edwards, um, but he's questionable right now. If he doesn't play, look for Kenyon Drake. And yeah. maybe likely if Andrews doesn't play. Yeah, good handcuffs there. Really good. Honestly, a better team fantasy-wise than I thought with all these guys out. Yeah, like definitely. R.I.P. Bateman, though. Yeah. Commanders and Texans, if McKissick does not play like, play, like I said earlier, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson are must-starts. And obviously Terry McLaurin right now. 
Texans side of the ball, Damian Pierce. And if you really need someone, I would start Nico Collins. Raiders and Broncos, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, and then Cortland Sutton. Pretty easy. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Um, Box going to agree with me on this one. Let Russ cook this week. Raiders, bottom 20% in all passing stats, uh, yards given up, and points allowed. And they have the worst red zone defense in all the NFL. Even though the Broncos have the worst red zone offense, I still, <laughs> I'm still a fan of Russ this week. You know what? Let Russ cook. Let's go, Rich. Broncos country. Let's ride. And you know what? I saw a stat. If the Broncos have scored 18 or more points this year, they would be 8-1. Wow, I mean, that defense has been sick. It's awesome. They so. just need a quarterback, like we said last year. Yeah. Cowboys and Vikings, CD and Pollard, and maybe Zeke as an RB2 filler if he plays, but he's very touchdown dependent. Vikings side of the ball, I don't need to tell you this stuff. Justin Jefferson of Adam Thielen, TJ Hawkinson, Kirk Cousins. I'm really excited for this game. It's at Minnesota. I love their stadium. 425, so it's going to be America's game of the week. This is going to be a great game. Also, look out for Dalvin Cook. Don't forget him. I love it. Little Thanksgiving. Uh, just before Thanksgiving, they do play what on do Thanksgiving. Do? Yeah. Again? Really? Yeah. Well, the yeah. Uh, Bengals and Steelers, all receivers for the Bengals. Obviously, Joe Burr and Mixon and then Steelers. I'm going to go ahead and say no one. I agree with you. Yeah. Chiefs and Chargers, Miko, Kelsey, Kadarius, Tony. And if Juju plays, I would maybe... I would definitely start Juju. If Juju plays, I would say I would feel really confident in Juju and Kelsey. And I'm expecting this game to be an absolute shootout. In L.A., last time we were in L.A., very high-scoring game. Travis Kelsey had his career-high game, scoring 44.1 fantasy points, which awesome. helped me win the fantasy playoffs last year. Chargers side of the ball, Herbo, and if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen play, you must put them in. Ooh. I would not. I wouldn't even start Keenan Allen if he plays this week. Really? I would be really careful about him. If you need wins, I don't know. Um, I say flex. I would say flex. Flex maybe, but if he puts up a fat 0.00, that's gonna really hurt a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but if he does not play, look out for Josh Palmer off waivers. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you though. But obviously, if both those guys don't play, Josh Josh Palmer and Sneaky play. If those guys both don't play, I'm I would start DeAndre Carter. Yeah, DeAndre Carter definitely. Uh, and then obviously, I don't need to tell you this. Austin Eckler. Okay, sure. 49ers and Cardinals. I say if you need a bye week guy, I would start Jimmy G. I looked at his numbers. He's averaging about 15 points per game. So if you need a guy, you know, you need a guy to fill a week, I'm putting in Jimmy G. Consistency. That's what you need. That's what you need in fantasy. If you really need someone to put in as like an RB2 filler or a flex, I would say Elijah Mitchell. I thought they were going to give him that uh, red zone carry on like the two yard line, but instead they gave it to CMC. Kyle Shanahan is definitely the type of guy to trade three picks for a all-star running back and not even play him. him. Yeah. He loves changing his running backs. He does it every year. Yeah, that's a good strategy, though. And then, obviously, Debo and Ayuk. Don't need to tell you that. Cardinals side of the ball. Kyler, look for Marquise to come back. Again, like I said earlier, you should trade for him. He's very solid when he's on that team. With DeAndre Hopkins, that's going to open up both of them. That's going to be a really good passing team. Maybe not a playoff team, but they could sneak in there with the NFC wild card being a little slim right now. And that division's not very good, so. Yeah. A couple and then, wins in your end. Uh, James Conner, though. I do not expect. I liked how he's back, but I don't expect a big game from him just because San Francisco locked up Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm, that's a good point. I think it's going to be tough for James Conner. Defenses for the week. Titans versus the Packers. Packers versus the Titans. Bills versus the Browns. Eagles versus the Colts. Jets versus the Pats. Pats versus the Jets. Rams versus the Saints. Saints versus the Rams. Ravens versus the Panthers, Commanders versus the Texans, Bengals versus the Steelers, 49ers versus the Cardinals, and like always, play the Buffalo Bills defense. Mm-hmm. Waiver wire pickups for the week. 
Christian Watson from the Packers, Kadarius Toney from the Chiefs, Nico Collins from the Texans, DPJ from the Browns, Darius Slayton from the Giants, Jimmy G from the 49ers, Daniel Jones from the Jets, Rashad White from the Bucks, Isaiah Pacheco from the Chiefs, Cole Komet from the Bears, Foster Moreau from the Raiders, Jawan Johnson from the Saints, Jalen Warren from the Steelers, and Paris Campbell from the Colts. Yeah, and look out for OBJ. If he's there and you got some space on your bench, might as well throw up a Hail Mary. Yep, they just said how OBJ will, is expecting to sign with the team by the end of the month, but I'm expecting him, honestly, to go to the Cowboys and play on Thanksgiving, which I would think would be awesome for national TV. Cowboys, he's going to... He's going to go to the team with the best record. He might go to the... What do you think he goes? The Bills? I could see the Bills. I don't know if they have the money for that, though. Yeah. I think I think Jerry Jones is going to... Dude, what about pay. the Giants again? I Actually, I thought about that. They what could about the easily Giants? go 8-2. Yeah. Go back where Giants? you started it. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. That would be a lot of media. Like mm-hmm. That would be a nationally televised game. That I would like be that. I would watch all those games today to OBJ back. That would be so much. And that would help Daniel Jones' status. But right now, it's a little too weak, late for him to sign. So yeah. he probably won't be playing this week. If anything, he'll be playing next week, which is why I expect him to go to the Cowboys. Okay, okay. Thursday night football, Tennessee at Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay in this one. I'm taking the Titans. Titans don't want to win football games. That, that, I was about to take them, but I, I think it depends on who's at home. For most of these games. Yeah, good point. Especially on Thursday night, too. That place is going to be bumping. And like always, check the weather and check the wind, please, for this game. Especially if you have kickers, you got to start doing that. I think if there is a lot of wind, though, it favors the Titans heavily. Yeah, because of their run game. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the Packers do have a very good run game, too. They do. They do. Yeah. But Mike Vrabel's going to shut that down. Uh-huh. No more London and Germany games for the rest of the year. So heading to the 1 o'clock games, Chicago and Atlanta. I'm taking my 30 birds in this one. I'm taking the Bears. One interesting stat, though, before we continue, Justin Fields has the six most rushing yards out of anyone in the league. Are you serious? That's, wow. That, and he's a quarterback. That's I ridiculous. Know. I don't think the Falcons can shut down that scrambling. It'll be tough. Cleveland and Buffalo. I got Buffalo in this one. I got Buffalo as well. Philly and Indy. I'll take the Philadelphia bounce back game. I'll also do the same. New York Jets and the Patriots. I'll take the Patriots. I also got the Pats. LA Rams and New Orleans. I will take New Orleans. I will also take... Actually, I don't know. This game is a complete toss-up. Where uh, is this? Is this at home? I'm taking the same. Yeah, that's why I did that. Detroit at New York Giants. I'll take the New York Giants. I also got the Giants. Carolina at Baltimore. I will take the Baltimore Ravens. Me too. Washington at Houston. I got the Houston Texans. I got the Commanders. Las Vegas and Denver. Let Russ cook. I got the Broncos. I agree. Dallas at Minnesota. Tough one, but I'm going to take Dallas. You're taking Dallas at Minnesota. Yeah. Coming off the win against the Bills. Yeah, I think Minnesota gets a little too cocky. Uh, that, that's not outrageous. I, I still think the Vikings pull it out, though. All right, we'll see how that one goes. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, my upset of the week, I'm taking Pittsburgh. Hmm, okay. Teams are... They, they really struggled against them in the first game of the season. Yeah, and teams are 0-9 after playing the Panthers. Granted, the Bengals are coming off a of bye week, but I'm, I'm rolling the Steelers. Where do you even find that? I, I find the most random <laughs> stuff, dude. Kansas City and LA Chargers, I got Kansas City. I'm going to take the Chargers. Chargers always play well against the Chiefs. I like how we're 50-50 this week. Monday Night Football, San Francisco and Arizona. I'm taking San Francisco. I'm also taking San Fran. Uh, Not betting advice. The stuff I like this week. Philadelphia minus 6.5. I like San Fran plus 8 on primetime. San Fran or Arizona? Oh, sorry, sorry. San Fran minus 8. I thought that was plus 8. I'm actually going to say Arizona plus 8. Yeah, yeah. I mean... 49ers aren't going to pull away. Yeah. So. Kansas City Chargers, I got the full game over. And then I would, if I were you, I would do an Travis Kelsey plus an Austin Eckler to score a touchdown. Mm, that's a nice little 
Nice little lay right there, Troy. You like that. I uh, anything you want to say for the listeners before we cut it? Um, I hope I make the playoffs. That's, that's a great that's, statement. That's hopefully Chase Stewart loses our league. You know, the Rush Williams comeback. Is that Williams too much comeback. to ask for? Is that too much to <laughs> ask Rush for? The Rush Williams comeback is in play. I love it. I love it. Walker, thank you for coming out. Thank if you, you for having not, me, Troy. No problem. If you have not, please check out our Instagram, at Bach Fantasy Talk. Check us out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Even though you're at the end of the episode, you're probably on one of those too. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.